It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And we're all back. We've had a, a week of spring break. Ricky, you look tanned and, and, and ready to go. Did you get to enjoy whoa, your spring whoa, whoa, break whoa, whoa, a little bit? It, it, it's March 31st. It's not April Fool's yet. <laughs> it's not April Fool's yet. <laughs> no. All hey. right. Well, I'm Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple and the beautiful Ricky Fires today. And uh, we've uh, we've had our spring break last week. But you know what? There were still quite a few games played last week, Henry. Yeah, because of uh, with the COVID and all that, uh, there have had to make room for a possible conference tournament. So the games that will been played on the last week of the regular season, got moved to spring break like a Bentonville, Bentonville West doubleheader right, right. Uh, and the, the rivalry type games. Those all got moved to the spring break week because, hey, they couldn't go to Florida like they normally do. They right. couldn't go to Arizona or Texas right. or Alabama or wherever it was. They stayed home and played. Stayed home and played. I think Harvard played every week. Uh, every day last week, I didn't they? they did baseball? Too. I think they did too. And Rick, they uh, you know down at Prairie Grove, they had the Jaron Sorters uh, tournament last yes. week down the, down there. Always a uh, you know a, a big tournament down there for them, and they had that uh, over the weekend. But boys, did y'all see uh, uh, Henry? I think you retweeted it. Rick, you might have retweeted it. The beautiful turf field over at Greenland. Now they have a beautiful turfed field. I saw that picture. They're getting up, and they're supposed to be hosting a tournament down the road. So, again, like a regional or conference or something like that. So, uh, it's coming at due time. We were I was talking yesterday, Rick. I went over to uh, Rogers, and, you know, uh, words really do not describe <laughs> the facility that they've built at Rogers. I mean, it's, it's, it's really unbelievable that a high school, two high schools, have this baseball and softball facility that they have built at Rogers. Um, in addition to the new arena that they built at Rogers High School, but went over there and uh, was talking w- with one of the guys in the press box um, about the tur- you know about the turf and everything, and he said, you know, uh, this is the fad now, but you know, in ten years, you know, they'll probably want to go back, you know, with dirt or so, you know, you know how you know how things are right yeah. now. The turf is the thing. I said, well, but what you know, the thing about this is there's no there's no maintenance. You know, this is ten years of no maintenance. You don't have to put a rake on it. You don't have to chalk a line, which for me, you know, keeping a straight line, I can barely even do that with a ruler. I'm not, I'm not artistically gifted like Ricky Fires <laughs> can. Uh, so, you know, just a, a straight line or whatever. And uh, so that, you know, that, I mean, that might be the case, but, but uh, man, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just really just taken back by uh, what, I, you know, the facility over there and, and just, you know, what they did and such a great job. I'm probably the I'm the oldest I think by far, and I'm the only one who actually played uh, high school football on artificial turf when it first came out. Yeah, the it hard was like playing on cement. We had to be covered up from elbow all the way down to knees and everything scraped up. And then when Springdale High first put an artificial, I said, "Oh my goodness, here comes the injuries, here comes players." You know what? I was 100% wrong. The technology that they've got right now. You know what? I love the smell of grass and yeah. everything, but uh, as far as money, I guess they had uh, maybe in about seven, eight, nine, ten years they may have to replace it. I'm not but sure. But I yeah. certainly understand why they're going that way. Absolutely. And so it started with football. Uh, now, now baseball and softball have gone to the to the full synthetic turf. Uh, more and more schools are going to it. Uh, Greenland, that's what they did. Uh, infield, outfield, still natural grass. Same thing at Shiloh Christian. Infield turf. Outfield natural grass, Bentonville, same thing. Infield uh, synthetic, outfield natural grass, softball fully synthetic, right? Correct, Henry. 
Um, so you're seeing that more and more. Um, and uh, the good thing about it, uh, I'm, I'm a purist and I love the dirt. You know, when, when a kid slides into second base or home plate, I want to see him get up with, you know, caked in, in you know, red yep. clay. Um, so that, you know, the purist in me doesn't like it. But I tell you what, no rainouts. Um, you know, the, the, the fields can dry real quickly. And, and uh, for that, get it's you a squeegee. Yeah, to get you a little, get br- you a little broom, broom it off, and you're ready to go. Um, so I like that. So let's talk a little bit about the games that we have uh, seen here in the last couple of weeks. We've got conference play in the 6A West, uh, in the, now maybe their third week now um, for baseball and for softball mm-hmm. for sure. Saw a really good game yesterday over at Rogers. Rogers beat Bentonville West 3-2. It was a great game. Uh, both teams scored all of their runs in one inning. For, uh, for Rogers, it was in the bottom of the third. For West, it was in the top of the fourth. Um, and so really well-pitched game by both sides. Um, and uh, Rogers uh, is 7-0. and And, uh, boy, them in Bentonville looks like uh, Henry are headed on a collision course. Yeah. I checked it out the other day. I think Bentonville's now 3-0 and in conference play. And not only that, they haven't even given up a run They've in conference play. They've not given up a run in three games in conference play. Um, so they are loaded, and I'm looking forward to that on the softball side. Uh, Bentonville West, a little bit of a of a of a, uh, a a bad luck loss yesterday. They had some some scoring opportunities and and uh, uh, needed one more hit. And they also had a couple of errors in the game that allowed Rogers to uh, to uh, continue an inning that looked like it was going to be over. Uh, Rogers had had bases loaded, no outs, and uh, in that inning and. Uh, Hit a little shallow fly ball into center field, and, and uh, Coach Harper, trying to be, be aggressive, uh, tried to send the runner home from third. The Bentonville West center fielder nailed the runner at home. So caught the fly ball, nailed the runner at home, and uh, they went from bases loaded, no outs, to runners at second and third, now two outs. And you're thinking, oh, man, what an opportunity here. One for Rodgers that it looks like they maybe are going to waste. And number two, wow, Bentonville West is getting going to be, you know, maybe one pitch away from getting out of this you know, after being in the worst possible situation. And then uh, Jenna Williams came up and uh, hits a nice oppo field double, uh, scores two runs, and then uh, they also scored another run on, a, on an error, throwing error, and uh, put three runs on and, and uh, went on to win it three to two. Yeah, it's just a, uh, one, one little play here or there could have been a completely different ball game. Exactly, exactly. So – um, that's what's going on in the 6A West softball, looking at some of the lower classifications. Farmington, uh, big win yesterday in their conference opener. I, I was surprised that that, uh, that was their conference opener, but that's what they said. Is that right, Henry? The difference is in the 4A1 and, and some of the lesser uh, classifications, they will only play a single round robin. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And, and so they've only got eight games Because they play. will play a conference tournament. Yeah, they'll play yeah. conference tournament, then regional, then state. Right. Where – the 6A West, you know, they normally just play a double round robin, and in usual things, just go straight to the state tournament. Gotcha. Not this week. They'll go or this year they'll go to a conference tournament in the end of April. Gotcha. So Farmington looking really good. No surprise there, Rick. Randy Osnes. Now you know a couple uh, or several months ago he had announced this is going to be his final season that he's retiring. So that'll be some big shoes to fill over there for sure. Whoever takes his place. But what a terrific program that is. Uh, so the 4A1 with Farmington looking really good. We know P Ridge is very good. That'll be a good good match when those two teams play. Um, in 5A Greenwood, really really good. They have a couple players who have signed with the University of Arkansas. They're a really really good program. So girls softball is just fantastic. Rick Prairie Grove girls are having a good year softball, having a very good year. Got a walk off win yesterday against Berryville. 
Well, good. You know, Prairie Grove, uh, the girls' program's been down a little bit, but I, I think uh, Trendy Dobbs, some of them younger kids, I think they're playing all kind of sports, so I expect them to bounce back. And, you know, um, I'm probably going to do a soccer note. You know, they got soccer over there now. Sure you do. know, Farmington started soccer for the uh, first time this spring. And Prairie Grove, a few others, not everybody in that league has a soccer program, but I know Prairie Grove does, and, and that's great. The more that kids can get off the couch and get out and participate in something, we're all for. Absolutely. Now, something I do need to check on, Henry, um, in the past, they didn't have it last year because of COVID, which wiped out everything, as we know, but Alma has hosted a powerlifting, the de facto state powerlifting meet mm -hmm. in April, uh -huh every year, so I've got to check on that to see if they're going to have that again. I think that has been canceled. You think it has I been? I think okay. it has I hate been. that if that's the case. I hate that if it has been canceled. Uh, but because, I like wrestling, powerlifting is a sport that's determined by the weight of the participant, mm -hmm. and it's for girls and boys both. It's a big thing in Texas. It was. I remember uh, it when it first came in in Texas when I was down there, um, you know, it was a big thing and, and went and covered a few powerlifting meets. And I, I love to watch the, you know, the 110 pounders and, and, you know, whatever lifting, you know, lifting those weights and things and thinking, man, you know, it doesn't matter what size you are. You can be a champion in this sport, you know, in your weight class. Could you power, uh, lift your weight? Probably not. How about I my could weight? eat my weight, but I couldn't power. <laughs> <lift>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's going on. Henry, you've seen some really good baseball in the last couple of weeks. I really have, and uh, been able to visit, you know, go to Bentonville West, go to Bentonville. Yesterday, go to Rogers Heritage and seeing that new facility Man. for the first time. And so it, there was you taking all up all the parking spots. I was over there covering soccer, and I couldn't hardly get up the road because everybody was over there. That was uh, all Henry's bodyguard. See, he's got all uh, these bodyguards. Okay. You know, I don't know if you know this. He's kind of a big deal. He is a big deal <laughs> yeah. in Benton County. Yeah, but but we're in Washington County. Yeah, but you know what. What really surprised me there when I walked to Heritage and started looking at the field, of course it's brand new. That's going to catch my eye. But I started looking down the down the lines, down the power alleys. Those distances are, are bigger in some areas than you'll see at Major League Ballparks. Yeah. 340 what, down the lines. Ooh, that's a that's, – uh, wow. It's 365 in the power alleys. Dead center field is 385, but they've got like the – uh, it's not really a green monster, but, you know, there's a elevated green wall up there. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. Drew McClendon didn't care yesterday that it was 365 down the She gone. He, he belted one. He got up in the air, wow. and it was out of there. She gone. <laughs> but like you said, it was beautiful. I could tell when I, I kept uh, craning my neck over there look, trying to look at that facility. One day I'm going to be over there, but they got, just like Roger, they got all them nice facilities yeah, up there, I'm don't they? Yeah, I'm telling you. Boy, what a great job they did. Rick, the She Gone thing, i got to give you a little background on that. Now, you'll know this guy when I say this name. Jeff Fry. Jeff Fry. Former Panama Razorback. Yeah, played in the major leagues. Played in the major leagues with the Texas Rangers. Now, you know okay. where Panama is, Rick. You've probably been there. Yeah, You've probably I've been, been to Panama, Panama Oklahoma. Red. There you go. Panama Red. There yep. you go. Right across the border from Fort Smith over in Oklahoma, the Panama Razorbacks. Absolutely. He was a Panama Razorback and played in the major leagues. Well, anyway, he has been taking to task on Twitter these hitting coach gurus out there who are into these things like, okay, this is teaching you know kids how to hit. Okay, here's a piece of PVC pipe, and we're going to work today on hitting whatever. And Jeff Fry, about a couple of years ago, it might have been last year, uh, took to Twitter. He's retired now. Took to Twitter and said, "When you 
<laughs> when you walk up to someone, when you when you hire your hitting coach, if he takes out a PVC pipe and says, "Okay, we're going to swing this together," you need to throw that pipe right down to his feet and go, "What are you What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, we're, we're you know. Uh, but anyway, so what Fry did is he took to Twitter and said, you know, kind of mocked them. And so, I mean, I mean, Jeff Fry can mock people. He first of all, he's a major league player, and he yep. wasn't just a major league. He's a hell of a major league player there for a couple of years. Batted over three hundred. Uh, in the most difficult team sport that there is, baseball. Yep. So, anyway, he started mocking him. Well, boy, that brought all the warrior hitting coaches out of the woodwork and taking him to task over that and 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 making Rick making fun of his two eighty career batting average. Now, uh, okay, let that sink in just a second. It's a career two eighty hitter, and they hit probably about three forty in junior high. Yeah. So compare that. To major. Compare that. So here's the thing. I'm not the smartest. I, okay, I'm not the know, smartest guy in the room ever. You know that. Yeah, I don't. Know. You know that bar's not we that high. That. Yeah. But if Jeff Fry tells me a certain way, and then this guy over here who played junior varsity baseball tells me a certain, which one are you going to listen to? I'm going to listen to Jeff Fry. I'm going to listen to Jeff Fry. The guy who's uh, uh, made like you know Razorback uh, players listen to Musselman. He'd been in the uh, coach in the NBA. Yes, sir. He knows what it takes to get there. Jeff he kind of knows what he's talking he about. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Jeff Fry, if he tells me to put a donut on my back, I've seen that. And, you know, but if he tells me, you know, to forget all about that other nonsense stuff, the analytical, whatever and velo- that is. Exit velocity. And oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. You don't say the whole word anymore, Rick. Word. It's velo. Exit velo. Okay, it's exit no. velo. Trajectory. All this bit. You know what? Get up there and hit the ball, man. Just hit the ball. Anytime I see an ESPN and they're showing something slow motion and some dork explaining what you call exit. Exit velo. (laughs) Man, he squared up and hit a home run. Here's what I want to know, Rick. Did the ball get through the hole or not? Did it go over the fence or not? That's all I care about. That's all I, I don't care, care about. about exit below and all that other mumbo jumbo, man. You think Hank Karen cared about no. all that? He said, "Give me the bat and not no batting gloves. Just give me a bat, and I'm getting yep. up here. And you throw it close enough to me, I'm gonna knock the crap out of it." Did okay? he uh, step out batter's box twelve times? No. And uh, wear gloves and and uh, his glasses. Some people were a major leaguer wear sunglasses at bat now, they, don't they? Rick, they're making this way too complicated. They are. My the goodness. So Either anyway, you can hit or you can't hit. So Jeff Fry, Jeff Fry, that's she gone. That's his thing on Twitter. So if you want to see some really funny stuff on Twitter, follow Jeff Fry, F R Y E, Jeff Fry, hashtag she gone, and he's got these really great videos. Panama, former Panama Razorback. Might have even played for Kerwins, Rick. I, I, I'm thinking he did play for Kerwins, I think. It seemed like I, I remember speaking to him at Fort Smith, um, maybe just when he got called up to the majors or maybe after he retired or something. Yeah. But I, I remember the but name. He's one of us. Definitely. He's one of us. Okay, you good. Know, he's one of us. So, anyway, it's funny on Twitter, and he that's the she gone thing. So, anyway, great stuff. Rick, you've been watching a little soccer. I tell you what, you boys are going to be proud of me. This is first time, I don't know, in – 20 years, that I, you know, I haven't been covering soccer a lot, but a coach didn't have to come up to me and tell me that I couldn't stand on the sideline where the football field is. There you go. Because I'm in the field of play. There you so go. I've learned to step back about, uh, you know, 20 feet. Because the, the field of play in soccer is actually wider, wider. than the football, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This first time they okay. didn't have to say, hey, hey, son. You're on the field on the right field. there. Get your large butt <laughs> off the field. Unless you're ready to head this ball back onto the yeah. – But now, um, yeah, I saw a, a good match last night. I was kind of surprised. There was uh, Bentonville girls, which are undefeated against Rogers Heritage, which hadn't won. And uh, Rogers Heritage took the lead. I don't know how they did it, but they 
I'm, I'm on the other end expecting Bentonville to start peppering the goal. They didn't. Rogers Heritage scored on, what do you call it, on like a breakaway. So it's one to nothing until almost halftime. Excuse me, Rick. One nil. One nil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Bentonville tied it up, and then Bentonville uh, added another goal. Hurley, um, a little spark plug yeah, out there. Yeah, I saw that. Um, she is a good little player. I mean, she's very active, like a little water. Kayla, I think her name's Kayla. Kayla, yeah. Kayla Hurley, yeah. And she ain't but what five foot four, maybe ninety pounds. And man, I was impressed with her play. And then. Uh, Bentonville got a uh, what do you call it? a uh, free kick? Free kick because they had a penalty like in the box, and so there was a tightly contested game. But uh, Bentonville girls won, and they're like seven and zero, four and zero in the league. And also later, you know, I I don't think they beat our deadline, but the boys, Bentonville boys, are also undefeated. But they've had three ties, so they're two zero and three. And, man, I don't know, but, Henry, why did they do away with the extra session or whatever PKs, they used to have? Right? Yeah. PKs, right? Yeah, there's no more uh, penalty kicks, a uh, shootout, if a match ends tied at the, in the regulation. It's just tied. They they removed that this year. It just stays tied. Stays tied. Now, okay. Was it COVID reason? Was uh, that a half win, half a loss, or what uh, are they doing? In the, no, uh, no, if you went and talked to a lot of the coaches, they didn't like the shootout. Okay. So it was voted on by the AAA and uh, the school's – Voted to get it out of there. They're not doing it. So okay. if a match ends in tie, hey, it's I'm a tie. Fine. If, you, if you can't, you know, win, win a game in 40 minutes, just go home and, you know, there try you again go. next so, time. Okay. So, yeah, and you're bringing up Bentonville girls, and you also have to bring up the point. You had to wonder how the Lady Tigers were going to be when Christina Henry stepped down last year and Stephen Porter stepped in. How much would it change? Uh, could there be – Looks like they're not dropping off one bit. Yeah, they're still, they're still the Bentonville Lady Tigers, Rick. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm, and they were, the, you know, the, uh, it's like Greenwood, Rick, when they changed football coaches. What changed at Greenwood? Nothing. And what's changed at Bentonville? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, they're still Bentonville. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. It's going to take me a while to get used to the uh, Porter coach boy. He's got an accent, so. He ain't from, uh, you know, he ain't from East Arkansas. He's not so. from Lincoln, is he? Rick? No, he's not from Lincoln. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, Henry, now, normally Henry would be covering a lot more track this year, but because we've had a little bit of a change in our sports staff, um, we've kind of had to do our track a little bit different, but you had not had a chance to get out and see any track yet. But they are, there's, we're, we're about three or four meets into the season, into the outdoor season. Yeah, and if you start looking at it, in one month we'll be in conference meets already. Wow, already. And, What's and, April 1st tomorrow? April 1st tomorrow. But the thing of it is, because, you know, the basketball state tournament got pushed back a week and stuff like that. We right. weren't really able to step into spring sports like we normally do. But, you know, as far as the big schools, they've only had one meet Wow! Uh, before spring break, and it was at Springdale. Uh, the Bentonville meet that was supposed to happen the week before spring break, it was postponed. It's been pushed back to, like, April the 20th. So it's going to be jam-packed in April. Some Now, starting this week, We'll see a little more track action because there's uh, the Bulldog relays at Fayetteville, which originally, originally it wasn't going to happen uh, because Fayetteville was adamant, you know, and anything with more than two teams at first, they weren't going to host. They weren't going to host. Yeah. But now that the mandates have sort of changed a little bit, they said, okay, we can have the Bulldog relays now. So, Hey, speaking of facilities, what about Springdale High? They've got their own uh, they do. track right there. 
Because mm-hmm. I remember going there to cover a basketball Beautiful game. And track. I said, well, what's this over here? Beautiful I mean, track. it's kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of congested. They don't have a lot of room right there, but they've uh, kind of packed it in right there where they got all their facilities right there now. Right there on Emma. Yep. There you go. Satania, yeah. yeah. man. Is yeah. he? Is I, yeah, he that's th- the one thing. I have been waiting to see this kid break records. And he was so much on the verge just as a freshman. Uh-huh. You know, like the, the state record for the 300 meters is like 37.33 seconds. This kid as a freshman ran 37.67. Wow. As a freshman. freshman. And now he, here he is two years older. And, you know, of course, we already found out that he's already verbally committed to Texas A&M, yep. you know. And, of course, uh, we have to remember he comes from – he's the fan he's of the University yeah. of Texas. Right. So we have to throw in insert Aggie joke here That's and all right. that good That's stuff. Right. That's <laughs> so, right. But, yeah, I've been waiting to see him to do big things. Uh, uh, Sydney Billington from Bentonville – she broke the state indoor record for the high jump three times in the same day two years ago. That's right. I've been waiting to see that. what this girl can do. You know, and now she got, you know, just like everybody else, everything was stolen from them last year. Yep. Now she's only got one more year left to get these records. And I, I watched her the other day in practice. She was trying to high jump 5'9", and barely missed it and it was a windy day that day wow so that's a good hype for boys because i remember i'll never forget i was at blyville and mariana and all them schools over there in east arkansas i watched in one meet three kids go over high jump over nine feet that's pretty impressive for high school not high jump not high high jump jump. Uh, um pole vault uh no it was high jump but what's it six feet uh, seven seven feet seven feet they did seven feet the most impressive things I think in a track meet, at least to me, um, are a girl who can high jump six and a boy who can high jump seven. Uh, okay. Those are kind of, you know, those are the, the, the lofty, yes. you know, you, when you can clear six foot as a girl high jump and seven foot as a boy high jumper, you're an elite, that's an elite level yeah. jumper. Those are elite yeah. level hey, jumpers. Hey, back to Santega, you know, a lot of guys would kill to be as good as he is in football. He's getting all kind of D1 offers for football, and he's going to be a dual athlete down there in Aggieland, insert joke here. But isn't that <laughs> something for a kid to be that good in two? And he's got a good head on his shoulder, too. So we wish him, you know, I'm Arkansas all the way, but if that's his choice, uh, good luck. Good luck to him. Speaking of that, and uh, we're going to wrap up our show real quick, but we also had some big news that happened earlier this week. Um, former Fayetteville McDonald's All-American player Sasha Goforth, who had Ooh. signed with Oregon State um, out of high school at Fayetteville. She spent her freshman season at Oregon State. Good freshman season. A good freshman season. Announced on Twitter earlier this week that she is going to be transferring from Oregon State. Um, to use her words, to be closer to home. Um, we'll see what that means. I think we have an idea of what that means. Um, but we, we will let her make that announcement when uh, she is ready, and she will probably do that like all athletes do nowadays on Twitter. So if you don't follow her on Twitter, Sasha Goforth, you'll want to do that because that announcement will be coming soon. Uh, probably one of the best girls basketball players I've ever covered for sure, Rick. Oh, my goodness. She's, she can play guard. She can play under. She's got that wingspan, and she made the Pac-12 uh, all-freshman team. I don't know, maybe average 11 points a game. Oh, that'd be fun. 
my question is, is your favorite color red? Anybody we'll know? We'll see. It could be. It could, could be. be. Could well, be. we'll see. So I'm sure she'll be making an announcement uh, shortly. Could be. Yeah. So that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk some more spring sports and uh, who knows what else we might talk about. So we appreciate you for joining us today. Again, I'm Chip Souza, and I'm saying thank you for Henry Apple and for Rick Fires. Thanks for being with us, and we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.